Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Monday, the 15th of November. Brand new start to a brand new week. Hope you've had a phenomenal weekend and look forward to a massive, massive week in sales. 15th of November, cannot believe, halfway through the 11th month of year 2021. And before we get into today's episode, as we normally do at the first episode of the week, a quick reminder on if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please uh, do me a favor, but also do yourself a favor. It makes it easier for when new episodes are up and ready to be digested. If you are subscribed to the show or if you're on the Apple platform, simply press follow and that will enable me to let you know when new shows are ready to go. Also, if you can do me a huge favor and rate the show as well and leave a comment on what you like about the show, also any specific topics you'd like me to talk about on the show, I'd really appreciate that feedback. But uh, most importantly, if there's a rating there, it makes it a lot easier for other people just like you to more readily find the Exceptional Sales Letter podcast on the various different platforms. So if we're able to do that, that would be greatly appreciated. So in today's episode, as we begin the new week, I posted on LinkedIn last night about uh, being the leader that your team needs you to be. Now, if there's one thing over the last 20 months that we've seen through the pandemic is that the world don't know about you, but the world feels a little bit smaller than perhaps it felt about two years ago. Uh, the volume of news, the information that's really readily front of mind globally has almost been unlike any other time in history. And unfortunately, what that's brought with it is a definite sharper focus on leadership. And I say unfortunately because we're not seeing great examples of leadership right now right across the world, irrespective of whether it's in business, politics, or in, some t- in some cases in sport as well. Now, to say that there is a huge void, and when I say a huge void, I'm saying a massive, massive void in quality leadership around the world right now, it would be a massive, massive understatement. Now, the unfortunate thing is working in the leadership space as I do is I'm really I'm really concerned about this because young people right now with an ambition of being a leader in the future, unfortunately, what have they got to look at right now? They've got the leaders that we're currently being led by, whether it be in politics, business, in sport, as the only examples from which to emulate. And unfortunately, the example that these leaders are showing uh, can create an impression upon these young people that, hmm, there goes a leader, and if I want to be a leader one day, then perhaps that's how I need to behave. And my fear is that this is what's going to happen, is we're going to have leaders in the next generation who are going to copy or emulate the leaders that we see right now, and certainly as we've seen in the last 20 months or so. And this is not what leadership is about. Uh, to say that there's uh, a bit of self-serving leadership happening right now across multiple different industries and demographics would be a massive understatement. So the key message of today's podcast is for us as sales leaders, us as general leaders, is we need to be the leader that our team needs us to be. It is not about a popularity contest. It is about doing the right thing. And I don't want young people today to look at the leadership we've got in society right now as the example that we need to be as leaders because it is not anything, anything but. So my firm belief is that we need to change the narrative. We need leaders to step up and provide a different and a better example of what real leadership is all about. And guess what? It starts with me 
and it also starts with you. So this is the challenge I want to issue today. If you're listening to this and you're a first-time listener, hey, perfect opportunity because if you're a leader thinking and wanting to take your leadership to an entirely new level, or in fact, if you are an aspiring leader, that hopefully there's some things out of this podcast that will be enough for you to say, yep, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm willing to take this challenge and I'm willing to do something about it immediately. And more importantly, I'm going to make sure that I do something about it and I'm not going to sit by and wait for somebody else to be the example and wait for somebody else to do it. Because here's the other thing. There are so many people out there that are waiting for somebody else to step up because they don't necessarily want to stick their neck out. They don't want to be the one that goes against the grain, goes against the crowd, uh, and goes against being potentially no longer popular. Well, leadership is influence, and influence is leadership, as the great John Maxwell has been saying for years and years and years. So it is time for us to be the leader that your team needs to be and the leader that your team deserves you to be. There's a number of things that we need to consider and to take on board so that we can move in that direction of being the leader that the team needs and deserves us to be. And the first one, it starts with, it is time to lead with immovable integrity. If I reflect on uh, the state that I live in, the state of Victoria, and unfortunately, for, for various different reasons, our politicians and our leaders of the states have been front and centre over the last 20 months, particularly in the relation to COVID and the strategies behind that. We've got a leader of this particular state in Victoria and therefore a bunch of people that are associated with him who does not demonstrate immovable integrity. In fact, he delivers anything but integrity. He is an out-and-out liar and I'm not a political person, but uh, purely from an observational position and from a leadership position, Unfortunately, the leader of the state uh, in Victoria does not operate with integrity and therefore is losing the trust of the people that he's actually been put in there to serve. Now, if you think about uh, the great Dwight Eisenhower, he said years and years and years ago that the supreme quality for leadership is unquestionably integrity. Without it, no real success is possible. So as a leader, the first thing we need to think about and put in place as a priority is to lead with immovable integrity, which means we're irrespective of how we feel, we're going to make sure we do the right thing, period. It's also time to double down on building trust with your team, and this goes hand in hand with integrity, because too many leaders, when they get into a leadership position, they take the title, they take the status, and they think, well, I've made it, therefore, because I'm in the leadership role, my team will automatically respect me, and they will automatically trust me. Well, Sorry to say, absolute bollocks. That is not true. It's time for us to double down on building trust with your team and earning the right to lead your team. And this is done on a daily basis by the example that you set, but also by the conversations that you have. Because we need to build credibility with our team. We need to be reliable in what we do with our team. But we've also got to build intimacy with our team where we genuinely care about them and we're focused on building quality relationships. Because as a reminder, the three questions that your team are always asking themselves, sometimes they're asking this consciously, but most of the time they're asking unconsciously. They're asking, does this leader care about me? Can this leader help me? And can I trust this leader? One of the best ways to do that is by building trust through doing the things you say you're going to do, building intimacy with your team in terms of quality relationships where you genuinely care about your people as people, not just as pawns in a big game, but also build credibility in terms of your knowledge base, your tenure, and all the things that are associated with the work that you do within your particular team. So it's time to focus all our attention on building and earning the trust of our team. It is not about the title, never has been about the title, and as leaders, never will be about the title. So if you're in an environment where title is really important, 
then either change your attitude towards the title or change your environment because leadership is not about the title. It is about earning and building trust with your team to, get, uh, to earn the right to lead them. It's also time to speak less and do more. As the great man Neil Danaher used to always say when he was coaching the Melbourne Footy Club, when it's all said and done, there is more said than done. So you can talk a good game, but it's time to speak less and do more. A leader knows the way, a leader shows the way, and a leader will go the way. So it's about leading by example, doing the things that you know need to be done, not asking others to do things that you're not prepared to do yourself. And the one, one of the quickest ways to build trust with a team is to simply demonstrate your leadership by taking action. It's not about the words you speak, it's about the actions that you take, the behaviors you demonstrate, and therefore in that process, the vision you create and the example you set for your team. It's also time to invest more time being more visible to your team and less time being visible to your superiors. Now, this is a huge one and not enough leaders are taking this to heart because too many leaders, particularly when they're relatively new in the leadership game, they spend so much time being almost at the behest of their superiors, managing upwards and not necessarily managing and looking after the most important asset they have in their team, and that is their people. Now, this one is huge because too many leaders, as soon as they get into a leadership position, they almost have the leadership title go to their head. And I say this respectfully, and yes, there's always exceptions to the rules, so don't think I'm casting dispersions on all leaders, but there is a number of leaders out there, and you probably know them yourself personally, who as soon as they're in a leadership position, they all of a sudden have a higher feeling, a higher elevation of status, and they become less and less visible to their team. Now, one of the greatest ways to build trust and respect and therefore lead with integrity is to be approachable and be open with your team as often as you possibly can. And that that is giving the gift to your team, which is the greatest gift you can ever give them. And I recorded a podcast last week or the week before in relation to this. The greatest gift you can give your team is the gift of your attention. One of the best ways to do that is to be visible, which means you don't necessarily have to have an agenda, but just being visible can be enough for people to feel comfortable that, hey, my leader's here if I need them. My leader's within the environment, so if I need them, I can have a conversation with them. If I need to get some feedback, I can get that as well. But I can just watch them. I'll watch watch what they go, go and do, which means as a leader, we need to be really conscious of the example that we set yet again and always be on. So make sure we're spending more time being more visible to your team and being less visible to your superiors. It's also time to have the conversations that you know you need to have rather than avoiding them. There are so many leaders that I'm working with right now who are having to have difficult conversations, but they're almost skirting around the edges, afraid of what the ramifications might be if they have the difficult conversation. Well, guess what? It's time for leaders to step up, and it's time for us to have the conversations that we know we need to have, which means if we can do it in a, in a practical way, if we have clear intentions that our conversations are the ones that are going to be designed to help, not to hinder our team, then we should be able to lean forward and have those conversations and know that they're going to be received in the spirit and with the intention that we actually put out there. Because if there's anything uh, that teams are looking for above anything else is they want a, a leader who they can trust and a leader who is prepared to have the conversations irrespective of how difficult those conversations might be but they're all designed to help the team get better. This is not about being critical. It is about providing feedback, but it's about providing, most importantly, a platform for constant and never-ending improvement, which means we as leaders need to sit down and have the conversations that we need to have, irrespective of how we feel about them and irrespective of how the person may actually feel about them. Have them anyway. It's also time to empower, to encourage, and to challenge our team, not direct 
the team. I've seen this time and time again. So many leaders, particularly when they jump into a sales leadership role for the very first time, they become almost like a, a direction. A, and they might think of themselves as a bit of a conductor of an orchestra, but the way they come across is they're not empowering, they're not encouraging, they're basically telling and directing. So it's almost like a command and control type approach. And unfortunately, often the approach that these leaders take come from conditioning because that's how they've been brought up in their own sales teams or in their own operational teams. It's time for us to flick the switch. And instead of directing our team, give them a bit of space, empower them, encourage them, and challenge them to get better and challenge them to get outside their comfort zone, Make sure, making sure they jump into their learning zone as quickly as possible, but don't give them too much leniency to the point where they are frozen with fear because they cross over into the terror zone. So always be there, always be there supporting them, always be there giving them feedback, but also be there to help them if they make the mistake and certainly if they go beyond too far beyond their comfort zone. But we've got to get better at this empowerment, encouragement, and challenging. It's also time to step back. And one of the greatest things that we should be doing as a leader is to identify who our likely successor is. Because one of the most fundamental responsibilities that we have as leaders is to identify potential leaders and then seek to go about developing those leaders to the point where they become so good at what they do, they surpass us. And if we can do that, then guess what? We will have opportunities that become endless because we're constantly replacing ourselves, leveraging ourselves, and we'll always be given opportunities. Now, in order to do that, guess what we've got to do? We have to be prepared to step back and create space for others to step up, which means, again, we're going to have to empower, encourage, and challenge. We're going to have to empower and encourage people to go beyond their comfort zone, to try new things, and in some cases, make mistakes, right? But they know that we're going to be there to support them. So that's the only way we can create other leaders is by giving them opportunities to shine, allowing them to step up. And whatever that, whatever that looks like for you in your particular business, in your particular industry, then look at that. Because if we can do that, then all of a sudden, our fast track to sustainable success it becomes even quicker because we're actually manufacturing brand new leaders. And the final thing to think about is it's time for us to do the right thing, regardless of how we feel, instead of trying to do things right. And I talked about this last week in when it when it comes to what do you want to be known for, either a boss or a leader. Bosses often try to make sure they're getting things right, whereas a leader is always focused on, okay, what is the right thing to do? It may be unpalatable. It may be difficult, it may be controversial, it may be unconventional, but guess what? If it's the right thing to do, that is exactly what they will do. They will try to do the right thing. So there are a number of principles and things to think about as we move forward this week and into the weeks and months and years beyond, because it is time for us to be the leader that our team needs to be. And what they're looking for is all of those type of points we just talked about. Now, there's probably a whole host of other ones which you can think about for yourself and you might have other ideas, and that's perfectly okay. Use this as a springboard, as a platform to build upon, and as long as you're being the leader that your team needs to be, then we are heading in the right direction because at the end of the day, it is time. It is time to change the course of history. And the question is, are you up for it? Now, as the old Chinese proverb used to say, when the, when was the best time to plant a Chinese bamboo tree? It was probably 20 years ago. When is the next best time to plant the Chinese bamboo tree? It is right now. So if you're up for the challenge, it is now your opportunity to potentially play a huge part in changing the course of leadership history. And the question is, are you ready for it? And are you up for it? So here's to a massive week. Uh, and I trust that this message has been received with the intention that I wanted to put out. And that is it's time for us as leaders around Australia, around the world to really step up and change the course of history. Because 
uh, not only does our teams depend on it, but certainly our future generations also depend on it because we need to make a change. So let's get to work. And as a key reminder, if you'd like some help in this process, if you'd love to work one-on-one with me and let me help you become an exceptional sales leader, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. To do just that, jump on to my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump onto a Zoom call, have a conversation about where you're at, also what you're looking to achieve in your leadership over the next three to six months, and we can get working together as early as this week to get you well on the way to being that exceptional sales leader. So as always, very much looking forward to that conversation, as well as looking forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.